previously on the bullshit podcast <laughs> are we actually gonna do this fuck yeah we are uh, <laughs> i i still haven't gotten an answer as to why we're doing this thing. <laughs> well, Whisk thinks he can fit more in his mouth. You think you can stuff more in yours? The only way to settle this, we have to do this. We're, we're doing it. We'll do it live! You see this? You see in this range, dick? <laughs> I'm snatching them from across the table. This, this isn't a skill. How is this a skill? <laughs> why, why are you proud of this? <laughs> this, this, yeah, this is so retarded. Eat, you hungry, hungry humans! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> go, go, go! You tap it out! He, he's tapping what? out! You pussy! Are you gonna tap out? <laughs> he's tapping out! out. He's a dumb stupid! <laughs> All right, Whisk, how many do you have? How many you got, Whisk? <laughs> Dude, Whisk. You, you don't look so good, man. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> Holy shit. Do you guys, saw, do you guys see how many... <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> I haven't got time for this Mickey Mouse bullshit. Bullshit, man. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. Everything that guy just says, bullshit. 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 The Bullshit Podcast. What is this? A zoo for nerds? Oh man, I don't know where it, I like. If, if I like where this is going. If you say white panel van, <laughs> then I'm happy out. when I pick them up. So you rubbed one out? No, no, I'll <laughs> save it. Oh, you're unhappy? I'll show you. Daddy, be right back. Come on, clap it up. Clap it up. I forgot to take his meds again. Well, before I welcome you guys, the nerds. Huh? That's bullshit right there. I'm not movie, a nerd. Movie voice guy? Yeah, we're definitely not nerds. We're geeks. Geeks. Thank you. Maybe dorks. I'll take wh- I'll take whatever I can what be What about called. a dork? Can we be dorks, too? Well, no. Like, I mean, have you guys ever had this conversation, what a nerd versus a geek is? Because I've been called both, but they're not inter- interchangeable. They're I think not. they have intertwined in the last 10 years. But they shouldn't. They have completely alternate meetings. Well, like for instance, like what do you think? What do you think a nerd is, Dan? A nerd is uh, really good at math, uh, chess club, (laughs) um, glee club, glee club, shit like that. Right, athlete. I like geography. So, like looking up like a definition, like like a nerd is a studious intellectual. Yes, they're achievement oriented. Yes, they're focused on acquiring knowledge and skill over trivia. Like that is that's not us. Like we don't get really deep into things and try to explain them. A geek, for instance. Since, you know, we, we, we're collection oriented. We gather facts and mementos and talk about our interests. Well, I think a geek, well, I'm cutting Whisker off. Go ahead, Whisker. No, I was just okay. going to say, can we just like make it easy and just like, you know, have like a genre, like nerd is the genre and then there's subgenres, you know, like we do for movies. Like, do we, I don't want to be under that umbrella. Don't you put me under that umbrella. We're just trying to make it easy. <laughs> well, I would say a geek, a geek is somebody that's more eccentric and eclectic. Like outside of the social norms. So a geek would be somebody that has like alternative interests that don't necessarily fit in with general society. I love sports though too, so I'm hard to classify, but I'm definitely not a nerd. 
I've been called a nerd for school related. <laughs> shut up, stuff. nerd. You shut up. I mean, I, I w- but I see. I think a dork though. A dork is interchangeable with geek. Sure. Number one, a dork means a whale's. It means whale's penis, but it also means geek. So sounds like something a nerd would say. <laughs> Start us over, movie voice guy. I haven't got time for this Mickey Mouse bullshit. The bullshit podcast. What is this? A zoo for. Geeks. And then, ha, 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 and welcome to the bullshit <laughs> podcast. Revisionist history Revisionist. has been corrected. <laughs> as as always, guys, we are uh, we are Nate. Yes, hello, I'm here. Whisk, hola, and Daniel. Hello. All right, now that we got that settled, why don't you uh, why don't you take <laughs> us into the show, Nate? All right, everybody, uh, this is the point where we tell you what we're going to do, and then we banter about. But for everybody that joined us last week. We've decided to introduce something relatively new at the start of the show. And Mr. Whisker, our resident beer connoisseur, who begrudgingly accepted this title. That's me. He's going to tell us what beer he's drinking. Okay. So, hold on. I have to refill. I love you. So, I'm pouring this like a freaking scrub lord. Sound like a (laughs) rhino taking a leak. I always so, wished my leaks had thicker sounds to them. <laughs> That's how the rock takes a piss. That's what it sounds like. Don't get Dan started. Yeah. So, so this Out of this giant dog. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. It's not. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. Let's go drink some beer. I'm drinking a beer called Florida Cracker. It's by Cigar City Brewing in Tampa, Florida. Um, also, thank you to Psycho Stick for collaborating yes. with us. Thank you guys. Check out Psycho Stick, everybody. Do yourself a favor. So this is just real quick. This is a Belgian-style white ale. It's brewed with coriander and orange peels. So it kind of has like a strong upfront of citrus and the coriander, of course, but almost kind of like a lemon and limeish feel to it, or finish, I should say. And this is a type of beer like you want to drink or I want to drink in like the summertime. Like this is a good ale to go to instead of like you're trying to change it up from like Coors Light or Miller Light or Bud Light or something. This is a good bet. I will pass it around so you guys can taste it and then we can. What's what's the alcohol content? It is a five, six, I think. Non-existent. It's not. orange juice. No, it's not. (laughs) It's not terrible. Like you could have a bunch of these and you'll be good to go. Is Coriander the missing Cory of the 80s? Yes. He's like the one that never got famous. Feldman, Feldman, (laughs) Hayman, Ander. Yes, that's it. He was on one original (laughs) Disney Channel movie and that was it. Coriander. Coriander. (laughs) Dan Dan says no. No. (laughs) Coriander. All right, guys. Uh, so we got a great show for you again yeah. today. And by great, I mean it's terrible. But here you are listening anyways. <laughs> so today we are going to practice some revisionist history. And we're going to act like we know what the hell we're doing by recasting movies that had the potential to be great. So much potential. Great potential. Potential everywhere. But they chose the wrong damn actors to carry the movie. And it left everybody going, meh. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. We're also going to check in with Mr. Tomas to see if he watched Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which was the movie we assigned to him 
last oh, week. Shit. I'm gonna go with and no. we're gonna see what he thought. <sighs> I might have forgot. He's going to. for three in a row. This is huge. <laughs> this is like a Cal Ripken streak that Tom has going. Uh, we're also gonna have another wild, crazy, insane, absurd installment of Bullshit Games. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. in the world. It's my favorite. Nobody cares. I look, Nobody... fo- I look forward to this every week. I look forward to it. I don't think anybody cares, <laughs> but we care. Damn it, that's all that matters. We're making the show for us. Uh, but first, let's jump into the news for this week. So, this week in the group text, Tom sent us a bunch of random, oh my God. potentially creepy little kid drawings and tried to pass them off as the work of his own children. Even though we all know he probably sketched his little heart out and just used his own kids as pawns so we'd be nice to him. So, Tom, about these drawings... He did I, it kind of out of the blue, too. Yeah. Right? Like, hey, guys, look at this masterpiece. It's like he was testing, no, he was like testing the waters with us. <laughs> you, you, you caught me. I've been trying. You're laughing been, maniacally again, but I think you drew like, no I've reason been trying to, to uh, I've been trying to tell stories. <laughs> Are you being tickled right now? What's going I've been on? trying to trying to pass it off as telling stories to you guys. <laughs> Um, yes. <laughs> no, this terrible drawing. My five-year-old. That's did. uh, yeah, no, man. He definitely drew that. Like I, I sent the guys a, a picture of a mask that Gavin drew. Yeah, he just he said, "Here's my here's my burn face mask. This is a." Uh, this is a guy that was that sulfuric acid was thrown on his face, and I was I, I ended up asking him. I'm like, <laughs> your son I, yeah, sulfuric acid? I, he, he's really into <laughs> science, actually. Surprisingly, uh, he he uh, as as every five year old, he wants to become an astronaut. So <laughs> in death? No, right. I don't know. Why well, I, I ended up asking him? I was like, did did Whisk and Nate get a hold of you Burn guys? Did they show you guys like to go watch? Uh, did did they have you go watch uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something? <laughs> what did the person have freckles? Yeah, no, it was it or? was actually uh, he said Tyrone and John called him so we have a we have to get those guys back on i what did you guys think of the drawings though oh go ahead dan what's up you guys remember the episode of family guy where stewie gives lois and peter the drawing i was just thinking of that and then like right as he walks away they start spitting on it and tear it up and stuff (laughs) i think i like to think that's what tom would do oh we did that to tom's drawing i just deleted it from my memory bank instantly there was a great attention to detail in the shading on the upper lip of the burn victim mask though so kudos to you for that so you thought they were good no they were (laughs) they were terrible damn it whether it was your kid or you they're <laughs> equally terrible so. <laughs> also this week um this is primarily due to me but uh i pushed tom over the edge and finally convinced him to to go try some ljs long john uh, silvers for everybody oh. that's not familiar with that wonderful acronym faucet butt so tom a uh, quick little anecdote how uh, how was long john silvers uh, you think? well you didn't convince me i guess the, the whole group did a few months ago you guys were all sharing pictures and like talking about long john silvers and i'd never had it in my entire life so uh i mean it's just been festering don't include me in this trash i, 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 dr- I, dr- I drive it's i drive awesome. past one i mean every once in a while and it's just been sitting there staring at me like Long John Silver story short, uh, I ended up, <laughs> I ended up, I ended up sitting on the uh, toilet all night and had a uh, hot soup pouring out of my ass. Told you, faucet button. Faucet button. What did you get? No, it was it was absolutely terrible. I actually got like I, uh, the their platter. Like it was a it was a mix of every single thing that they serve. The captain's platter. It's the, best. the captain's platter for the captain's throne. 
It's a meal fit for a captain. The uh, it tasted it tasted <laughs> so like gross. it's been it tasted so like it's been frying in the same oil for like since 2002. It probably has. That's what makes it good. Oh. Gives it its character. Should have taken you should have taken that Long John Silver money and spent it on Red Lobster. Yeah, <laughs> it's Red Lobster money. Red time. Lobster money. Upgrade your eating out adventures. You know, on the side of the Red Lo- uh, not the Long John Silver buildings where it looks like a fish kind of. Mm-hmm. Like for the longest time, I thought it was uh, graffiti. So like literally <laughs> the very the very first time I walked in the restaurant out of and like told the manager, "You guys have graffiti on the top." of your building and i was serious i thought it was like fuck you guys like what are you talking about so i had to walk with him outside and i pointed it out graffiti he's like no that's a fish man and he like kind of outlined the fish (laughs) and he looks at you square in the eyes i got it he looked at you square in the (laughs) eyes he's like how stoned are you man (laughs) dan probably convinced his kid there's like this ruthless local gang called the fishes look man they're tagging it this is their territory we're on fish territory i like i I just want to add one more thing I, I, i know this is like what this is our sixth or something episode i just want to say like as as much as like i hated long john silvers ljs if you guys are listening to us i mean half of us hated on this podcast the other half doesn't so i mean if you want to toss us some money like to sponsor i'm i'm absolutely down with that i could i could really use it to uh to, to to buy some new bed sheets and boxers because i had some hot slime that was just pouring pouring out of me so you you, what what can what consisted of your platter? What was on it? Fish, chicken, I, hush puppies, coleslaw, French hush, fries, yeah. delicious. Listen to Nate; he had it all okay. in the in the shrimp. So the shrimp threw it over, threw it over the edge. Oh, uh, yes. triple fried shrimp. shrimp. It gets classified like White Castle. There's a trade off you make. You trade off for the goodness in your mouth for the <laughs> aftermath, <laughs> and that's a trade off I'm mm-hmm. usually willing to make. I can't every say that. maybe every three or four months. It's it's not. I'm not going to eat at Long John Silver's like once a week or even once a month. Mm-hmm. I will go every three or four months once my short term memory is forgotten about the aftermath, and I'm like, oh, that sounds good. And you're, go will, you're willing to bite that bullet. <laughs> I am. You're okay. Always. Hey. Tom and I went to White Castle like the minute we walked out of Harold and Kumar. It was amazing. So remember that, Tom? White Castle's the same way, though. I do Dude, remember it's... that. I had a sneaking suspicion you and Mike were actually, this was back in high school when I was like super straight edge, and I have a sneaking suspicion you and Mike were high and you were trying to hide it from no, me. No, no, I didn't I didn't smoke back then. Liar. <laughs> <No>. Liar. <laughs> this past week, we also got into a frustrating debate about which actors we found to be a little promiscuous. Oh, Jesus and, Christ. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it delved into the range of figuring out which ones were sleeping with each other. Uh, but do you guys remember who was thrown in that mix? It was bothering me. I couldn't go back. I don't remember the condo. Which actors did we say were loose? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, I mentioned him as a serial killer, but I feel like Chris Klein sneakily makes this list. What is your obsession with fucking Chris Klein? He's like a nobody actor. I can't too. get him off of my head, off of my brain. He's I like to think of him as a straight guy. I feel like you're stalking a good him. Guy. He's not a good... That's how he plays it. Uh, every couple not. weeks, Nate, Nate'll stop by a new Foot Locker. I will, just to oh see God. if he's in there. I think just we should do a new there. segment like next week. <laughs> uh, Chris Klein update from Nate. My heart belongs to Chris <laughs> Klein. We can yeah. just call it that. <laughs> <laughs> so, off the top of the bat, you said loose. When, you, when I hear loose, I just immediately think of Sharon Stone. Yes. So... Well, yeah, Sharon Stone. Heather Graham's ultimately on this list. She's like the number one. Heather Aww, Graham. Oh, I like Heather Graham. Well, she's on the list, buddy. Maybe you want to mm. stay away from that. So. Andy Dick. She's from Milwaukee. Andy Dick <laughs> would go. He's a, he's the first one in the orgy. He just does like a like a cannonball. Into and the he goes of both the bed. ways. So. Oh yeah, he just whips his pants off and cannonballs mm-hmm. onto the king size bed. <laughs> that dude will fuck anything. Yes. 
wearing a sling of condoms across him like a Rambo bullet casing belt. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> All right, this is gross. We're moving on. <laughs> um, so this week, uh, we've kind of gone through ebbs and flows with this, and most of it uh, has to do with new news related uh, to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure Part 3. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I cannot wait. Uh, but also this week, I feel like Tom's just been lying in wait like waiting to drop this little truth bomb on us and destroy our souls. But we found out this week that Tom has not even seen the original Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, really, I Tom? Haven't. Tom. Unfortunately. Tom. I haven't. No. Tom. Tom. <laughs> Dude, they showed us that in school. You know what? I can't really get mad, that mad at him. What school did you seeing... go to? <laughs> that was a his, The first one had, had historical <laughs> We're going to learn about the Civil War today, kids. We're going to watch Bill and Ted's yep. Excellent Adventure. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, I can't really get that mad at him because he hasn't seen... Jo- There's other ones you haven't seen that I would prioritize over Bill and Ted. But it's, it's a still mandatory movie. Sh- shame on shame. Oh on wait, you. is it a time traveling movie? Yeah, yeah. dude. Maybe I have seen that. It's about rock. <laughs> it's about rock music and time traveling and history. And They're the original. Really, San Dimas High School football. I'm surprised. I usually love every time travel movie. So yeah. you'll love this movie. How I does Napoleon you. do the chant when they're in the wiggly pig? Wiggly, oh. when they're in the ice cream. <laughs> Ziggy piggy. <laughs> there you go. Ziggy piggy. <laughs> Yeah, Tom oh, spoiler. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well, hey, it's... man, you need to watch it if you want to see Napoleon Bull. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, we do have a Tom's game coming up, so we'll see. Maybe this will make the list. We'll find yeah. out. Anyways, we're going to take our first break, everybody. Be right back. Hello. This is Jean-Claude Van Damme. I love animals. I have nine dogs in the kitty. My biggest orgasm, not in a sexual way, is to walk with my dogs on the beach. And that is for Van Damme, sure. So, Dan, I, I want another banter. sneak peek of this masturbation story. Like, two oh, more no, details. I'm saving this one. Oh, I'm saving this one. He's <laughs> saving it for This later. is a good one. <laughs> Give us the beats on the stroke, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. All right, yo, we're back. <laughs> and today we are going to time travel and do the one thing that Dr. Emmett Brown warned Marty not to do. We are going to interfere with the past. That's right. We are going to meddle with the deeds that have already been done and discuss movies that should have been good but just chose the wrong actor to carry the movie and made the movie just a blah, just a middling success. Although it could have been a decent or a good movie already, but it would have elevated it to be that much better had it had a different cast. Yes, exactly. So I, I think that's a good point, Wes. That's a good segue, too, because I, I do think we need a few... We always do this, but we need a few rules or caveats uh, just before we start diving down this rabbit hole. So I would say we should not pick on terrible movies... Because terrible movies usually have more issues it's, going on with it rather than just the casting. It's like kicking someone when Are they're we down. Yes. Naming who would who we think would be better in it too. Yes. Okay. So yeah, that'd be the next thing. So I guess you know, these movies are gonna be tricky because it's not that they were necessarily bad. Like some people may even think they're good or we're probably gonna think they're just okay or fine, but they could have been great with somebody else in it. So I think what we should do is we should just kinda go around the room have everyone throw out their their movie and then their nomination of where the casting mistake was. And then they can say who they would have cast instead. Okay. And then they can say why that would have made the movie better. Does that sound cool? Yeah, cool. Cool. So anybody want to volunteer to go first or am I just going to like- I'll go first. Let's do it, Wes. 
Hit us up. Okay, so my my pick, I have a couple picks, but I'll just get the obvious one out of the way, and I think that a lot of the listeners would probably agree, and it's Keanu Reeves in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Ooh, good call. That almost made my list. No! That was my pick. Yes. Dude. Yes. Okay. So, uh there, there are it's several- like that's like saying you wanted to. Re- that's like saying you want to replace Johnny Depp in Sleepy Hollow. Wait, first off, I have do. you even seen Bram Stoker's Dracula? I absolutely have. <laughs> I'm proud of that. <laughs> I almost called you LJS, but okay, okay, that's fine. You're 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 allowed to have an opinion. Then I was about no Keanu Reeves. I haven't even seen that movie. So all right, so the, I there's that movie. Well, I think the problem out. is is you guys knew uh, with the here. Hold on. Let, me, let me let me interject one more thing, and I'll shut I'll shut I'll I'll shut my mouth. I'll shut my mouth after this. But like I think the problem is is that you guys had the Bill and Ted Keanu in your brain. While this movie came out, that's just my opinion. I never Negative. saw Bill and Ted, so I never Absolutely knew. Not. Ke- that was Nothing the first Keanu movie I ever saw. This movie came out around the same time as Point Break Ugh. Keanu, so not true. No, okay. So I was thinking about why why he would why he's a bad pick, and the first thing that popped into my mind was, all right, Tom, have you seen Sin City? Uh, yes, yes. Are you <laughs> sure? You had to think about it. Let me check my lie meter. Okay. Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's a black. That's like the black and white one with the red, right? Sure. Essentially, so, that's a great synopsis of the movie. Perfect. I swear you were born in the fucking fifties. <laughs> so there's there's a part in Sin City where Clive Owen's character has an inner monologue and he's talking about Marv, which is Mickey Rourke's character, and he's like he's he's a good guy or whatever. He just had the bad luck of being born in the wrong century. He you know he belonged in a different century, swinging a battle battle axe into somebody face that is just like keanu reeves like he has no business the way he acts the way he's his cadence the way he talks being in a period piece movie agreed that was it so and that's that's it the rest of the movie is really good even i would actually even go to bat for winona Ryder. she's fine gary oldman's classic you can't gary oldman's amazing and everything so that that's really my only problem he he just he doesn't belong doing period piece movies he belongs in movies like fucking point break like the matrix you know things things like that so so who would you have cast over keanu reeves thinking of when this came out and i guess who was big during that time like who would have been a good candidate See, to step in that's that's a that's a rough that's I'm getting a rough my dracula answer. movies mixed up didn't uh tom cruise do one and eddie murphy do another one well tom cruise well, tom cruise was in an interview with the vampires eddie murphy okay. was vampire in brooklyn okay just Fair pretend enough. that one doesn't exist <laughs> I love this podcast. Uh, I, I don't know who I would recast. The first one that came to mind, the first one that came to mind was Harrison Ford. For some reason, I, I was, tr- but that probably wouldn't work because of the age of Keanu Reeves in that movie. They need somebody younger, and Harrison Ford was pretty old in the early nineties. Oldish, oldish, like yeah, forties, maybe like a DiCaprio or something like that would have been better. But who, who else was around in the early '90s? That was what? What was Keanu during that time? Depp. Like mid to late twenties? Johnny Depp. What's his face could, from Captain uh, Captain Ron? Um, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell yeah. would have been nah, awesome in it. Wouldn't have been bad. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, that was his heyday. It was the '90s for sure. So yeah. just a lot of them could have and probably would have worked over Keanu Reeves. Is all. He yeah. just doesn't belong doing period pieces. That's just I, my I opinion. agree. To me, that's a movie that's actually really good that could have been incredibly excellent, no pun intended, uh, with somebody <laughs> other than Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Tom, what about you, man? Who Tom do you, doesn't get that joke. Tom, who's on uh, Who's on your list? 
What's your casting mistake? Uh, I would actually, I'm going to go to one of like the most like hated Marvel movies of all time for God knows why. Maybe it's this reason is uh, Daredevil. I think uh, Ben Affleck should not have been Daredevil. Do you think that movie would have them. been good with a good actor as Daredevil, or do you think that movie was just doomed? Like, they got Kingpin wrong. Yeah, got... I think it would have been more entertaining. I mean, that was sort of the several years where, I guess, I don't know, every, I feel like every actor has, like, their downfall years, and wasn't that around the same time, like, Affleck was all like, mesmerized by J-Lo's booty? And... Yeah, that was G-Lee yeah. territory. Kind of the early 2000s, right? <sighs> yeah, yeah, so, like, I feel like... Jenny from the Black, man. At that time, also, like, I mean, and this has been said m- many times online, too, but I feel like I have to agree with, like, the forums and stuff. I think Mark Wahlberg would have been a better choice because at that time too mark Wahlberg was in his ups like he was starting to come up and i think that no. would have been uh that'd be weird seeing he's little oh i'm so sorry for hitting you say how do your mother for me <laughs> he's got that brook <laughs> okay are you okay no you could see him getting so mad too <laughs> i'm blind okay <laughs> guys i'm blind i'm blind okay have you seen electric right? okay just get off my back <laughs> electric come here okay <laughs> I was blinded in a chemical accident, okay? (laughs) (laughs) It's just Kingpin. He's not a bad guy. Okay? (laughs) So I guess... Oh, my God. All right, so we got Marky Mark as a daredevil. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I didn't see that one coming. No. That came out of left field. All right, so Mark Wahlberg would have made the movie better. I really enjoyed that. (laughs) I'm picturing his expression from the happening. (laughs) (laughs) My cow has little horns on it, okay? All right, we got to go back in time and and get a Marky Mark Daredevil movie (laughs) in my possession. Oh, shit. Oh, Oh, God. Dan, what do you got, man? I'm dying over here. I'll wait, okay? Oh, shit. I'm trying to picture like a a bullseye daredevil interaction between Colin Farrell and Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) Oh, my fucking stomach hurts. He's got really good aim, okay? <laughs> oh shit! Oh, oh my god! Oh. Classic. <laughs> oh god! Where am I? Fucking! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, you gotta break this up, man. Dan, just Please roll with it. No, just Please don't f- tell me you casted Mark Wahlberg in your movie. Let man. him finish. Let him finish. I cast, I cast Mark Wahlberg as Jaws instead of the shark. There's Mark Wahlberg. Dun dun dun. Okay. Dun 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 dun. Okay. I'm just gonna bite your leg. Okay. <laughs> I I can't breathe. Oh shit! I can't breathe. I'm dying. Oh, oh shit! Would it be? Uh, sure. Never mind. I won't even say it. Should we put? Well, they'll probably edit it out. 
I want to. I want to get a movie where Mark. It's like multiplicity, but it's just Mark Wahlberg. Like just talking. Oh my god. Okay. 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 Like one of them has a British accent. Oh god! I'm done. Cut the break. Cut a break. We're not. We're not done yet. We can't just go to a break because you can't control yourself. You're gonna long John Silver some more slime yeah. out of your stink star if you don't stop. It's just like leftover residue ready to just fire away. Oh my god. Get a hold oh, of yourself, fuck. man. I just gave you your workout for the week. You're welcome. Yeah, I know. Whoo! Like I did a for five minutes. Tickle shits. What is that from? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's Tickle from uh, the campaign? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. All right, Dan. What do you got, man? Are we ready, Tom? Can I. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> Swear to God, if Dan says Batman and Robin with Mark Wahlberg as Mister no. Freeze, I'm done. <laughs> My name is Freeze. Learn it well. It's, it's about to get really cold. Okay, everybody, everybody. Okay. <laughs> oh Lord. This segment already went off the rails. Everybody, freeze. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's kids are hiding in a closet right now. Something's wrong with daddy. No, they're probably used to it. <laughs> oh my god. This has to be, we have to make this into a game. Mark Wahlberg movies. <laughs> oh, I get a fucking headache. <laughs> Take a, movies that Mark Wahlberg should be in. Take a quote from a movie or a couple lines and just do it as Mark Wahlberg next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg and Titanic. Just get on the door, okay? <laughs> All right, Dan, what do you got, man? Give are us we, your casting mistake. Are we good? We're All good, right, man. One, two, three. Big breaths, everybody. Uh, take a sip of beer. All right, so better. I Am Legend. That one is uh, came out in 2007, starring Will Smith. Uh, post-apocalyptic movie. Um, I like this story. Overall, Will Smith, I did not think was right for the role. I thought you were going to recast the dog, so thank you. <laughs> no, I would recast uh, Mark Wahlberg. I was thinking either two different ways. Um, if you want to <laughs> stop it, Tom, it's my turn. All right. Tom's going to get banned from the remainder of the I'm gonna show. I'm going to restart this. No, you don't restart it. I'm ordering Tom a Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch poster <laughs> for his podcasting room. Uh, keep going, Dan. So you don't like Will Smith. All right, so no, Will Smith, I didn't care for him. I like Will Smith in more comedic roles, but uh, this one I would rather see, if I'm staying with the serious vibe of it, I'd rather maybe see uh, Joaquin Phoenix in it. I think he would be excellent in that movie. It would have changed the whole tone around and uh, maybe made it even better. You're a Joaquin fanboy, though, aren't I, you? I love Joaquin Phoenix. Anything he's in, I'll see. So you know what's really interesting good. about I Am Legend? <clears throat> I would actually say that's one of those movies where I agree with you. I was like, I didn't hate it, but I didn't like him. I'm not a big it. Will Smith fan in general, but that's a movie where I would actually say, too, the ending of that movie derailed an otherwise pretty good movie yeah, yeah like i think the ending was a little wanky the cgi was wanky but i agree with you i think a different lead other than mm -hmm. will smith although some people actually gave him his his props for that movie and actually thought he did pretty good but i agree with you i'm just i'm not big on will smith and roles right. like that yeah. i'm 50 50 on that movie 
Wolf Ferrell might have been awesome in it, and they could have gone the comedic route of it, like uh, Last Man Standing. <laughs> Interesting. And, uh, comedic I Am Legend. That would, that would be, be kind of cool. Let's just redo it. Let's remake it. They remake everything. I, I'm going to actually start with an honorable mention, because this is a movie I don't think a lot of people have seen, because it was just a box office disaster. But my honorable mention was Seth Rogen as Britt Reed in The Green Hornet. Mm. I'm actually a really big, right. I'm a huge Michelle Gondry fan. And I actually thought the movie was pretty entertaining and kind of fun, but I thought Seth Rogen was just horribly miscast as Brett Reed. It just right. didn't make any sense at all. So that was my honorable mention. My my main movie I want to talk about, though. Would you put someone else in there instead of him? Yeah, I, I'd have to think about it. I, I didn't go too far down the path of, of thinking about who I would swap him out with. I just know mm-hmm. I did not like Seth Rogen in that movie whatsoever. The movie I'm doing is actually, I was, I was actually going to go back and do something a little bit older, but this movie's actually relatively recent but the 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 actor that i chose was dane dehan in valerian and the city of a thousand oh, planets i thought he was the best part of that movie no dude that movie was no. awesome and he never saw that movie see the movie was amazing it was beautiful yeah i put that i i know i'm like in the huge minority on this but i would actually rank that on a similar scale as avatar in terms of world building yeah and just just the awesome planets and the creatures and the production design everything was just so cool but there was not a single point in that entire movie where i believed for a second that he was just this massive space stud superhero that was going to save the world it was just he was boring he was uninteresting he he just came across like a complete dick, to be honest. And right. there's a fine line, you know, like when you think about guys who are complete and utter dicks, but can actually sell it because they have charisma. You know, you think of like, you know, Bruce Willis as John McClane or Harrison Ford as Han Solo, where I feel like they're trying to deliver that type of character where he's just kind of an asshole. He's a dick. Uh, but he has charisma. This guy has zero charisma. And not to mention that the entire subplot of this movie was this love story and this romantic interest, and there was just zero chemistry at all. So that's a movie where I I seriously feel like had they had a different actor in place of him, oh. this movie would have been great. So uh, Tom, already, uh, Whisk said he hasn't seen it. Dan said he actually thought he was the best part of the movie. I know you've seen Valerian. What are your thoughts on Dale DeHaan and Valerian? Dane. Dane. Me? Yes. Hello? You. Oh, what? Mr. Giggles. I, yes, I had, I, I, No, no, no. I had, to meet, I had to mute you guys for a couple minutes because I fucking could stop laughing. But uh, Valerian. Yeah, dude. Fucking awesome movie. Huh? What are you, in a coma over there? <laughs> no. Dane DeHaan as the lead. I would miscast the living crap out of him in a heartbeat. He made that movie less than spectacular. I don't like it. Oh. Dan likes him. Whisk has no clue what we're talking about. I know, what are your thoughts? I've never seen the movie. Uh, I'm not a big Dane. I've only seen one movie, I think, that he he's been in. He was good in Chronicle. Mo- he was awesome in Chronicle. That, okay, I take, I've seen Chronicle. I saw A Cure for Wellness, which was like a mess of a movie. It wasn't yeah. a very good movie. And he was he was all right in it. Like, I haven't really he's seen got, anything else he's got, He was terrible in Amazing Spider-Man 2 Oh, as well. yeah, that's right. Okay. He's never got a mind. Western I see that. he just came out with. The kid. The kid. I yeah, want to see I that. that yeah, I, I like him. I, I don't. I, I didn't. I didn't mind Valerian with with him there. Like he's got like one of those faces that you're, you're like, man, like he's my best friend, but he's got like an asshole kind of face. But he's he's pretty pretty <laughs> chill. I have two other actors though that are more or less the exact same age as him. So, uh, are you guys familiar with who Jamie Bell is? Sure, Jamie Bell. Yeah, I've seen him before. Jamie Bell is Wasn't awesome. Wasn't he in? in uh, he was in Umbrella Jump- Academy. 
No, he was not. He was in Jumper, and then he played uh, Ben Grimm in the Fantastic Four okay. disaster. Jamie Bell is awesome. I would have also cast uh, Max Terrio. Have you guys watched Bates Motel at all? Yes. Oh, yeah. He Max plays Terry, Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. He played his older brother, Dylan. I think he would have been phenomenal in Valerian. You know, he's kind of got that, that grittiness to him. He's got that charisma to him, but... I don't know, man. Yeah, Valerian just didn't do it for me. He's in the same range of actors as Paul DeHaan or Dane DeHaan or whatever. Oh, Paul Dano? Paul Dano. He's awesome. Um, I love him. I mean, he might have been good in Valerian. I thought about Paul Dano because he was he, he's kind of in that he's kind of in that range. He just doesn't have the look. Like right. Like I don't want to like pick on an actor for their looks, but he doesn't have that suave like rugged good looks. You know, he he's good at playing the oddballs. Like, the he was amazing. Guy, yeah, yeah. He was great in Prisoners. He was great in Swiss mm-hmm. Army Man. Really, really good. And there will be blood. He just. But yeah. I agree. I love Paul Dano. He's a great actor. So man, this let's, ma- let's, I, I'm falling in love with this Max guy, dude. Like. He would absolutely go watch him on. Now go watch I, him on Bates Motel, dude. Bates Motel was such an underrated show. He was in. He was great. On he's gonna. He's gonna look real great. Like he's gonna be a great. A- if he sticks with acting in the next like twenty years, his face is gonna look awesome. Like rug, more You're rugged. Weird, like Tom. if you if you want to watch him in a really in a really younger earlier role, um, he was actually in a quote unquote horror movie. It was one of Wes Craven's movies, and it's a terrible terrible movie. But he actually does a pretty good job. It's um oh my my soul to take. Wait, this is weird, Nate. He was also in Jumper. He played young yeah, David. Dude, he, yeah. he was in Jumper. I'm my t- my soul to take is the movie I'm thinking of. Yes, that's a terrible movie. <laughs> it's You're right. It's he's a god awful movie, that. but he's he's much he's he's way younger. But he does a really, really good job. You can see even in that movie, he's got a promising career. All right, these movies that we're bringing up, the reason I bring this up, Whisk, is uh, I guess I'll start with Bram Stoker's Dracula. Are we just being really hyper, super subjective? Or do you think that it's a pretty widely held opinion that these actors just fell short or missed the mark for, I think for being in this movie? I don't think it's that subjective. I mean, there are some movies that really stick out, and I think that that's one of them. I honestly believe that that movie would have... A lot more credit. It already does have a lot of credit. It's a very, very good movie, but it would be that much better in so many people's eyes if Keanu Reeves wasn't cast. Yeah. No, I agree. I think I, I really, truly, honestly believe that. Well, Valerian was originally supposed to spawn a bunch of sequels, and I think right. if they would have gotten it right, because that seemed to be the biggest gripe, is everybody's like, dude, the movie is freaking awesome. Well, it's the just cool creatures got caught up to in the Me Too stuff. That opening scene. It's oh, so good, man. I just I can't stand him in that movie. It just drives me nuts. I've never seen it. Should I even bother watching yeah, this watch, movie? Watch it. Would. For watch sure, it. watch it. It's 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 Luke Besson, man. What is it? Venereal? Uh, <laughs> venereal, <laughs> venereal diseases on a thousand planets. No, it's called Valerian. <laughs> oh, Valerian. Oh, I got whatever. it on the Voodoo, man. You got the login. Sorry, Check it I'm out. dyslexic. Sorry. <laughs> All right. How about this? Let's flip this. Let's do. Let's think about it this way. Because there's been a lot of examples of an actor that has accepted a role, and then at the last minute, they swapped him out for somebody different, and and these movies went on to become huge hits. So the one that pops in my head is, uh, I'll take your guy, Dan. Will Smith was originally cast as Neo yeah, in the Matrix, Matrix movies, yeah. and he decided to, to you know step back and go make Wild Wild West as fantastic as that movie is and and then they cast Keanu Reeves as Neo and you know the rest is history like we cannot picture anybody else other than Keanu as as Neo so what are some other movies where somebody was originally cast and had they not done a recast the movie would not have been the hit that it is today can you guys think of any other examples I can't well, off the top of my head no Django Unchained I'll keep with Will Smith 
uh, Quentin Tarantino really wanted Will Smith for the role as Django, and uh, you know he turned it down. I mean, I like Jamie Foxx. Thank God they didn't. What's that? Oh, I'm a, I'm a. If you're agreeing with that, I, I disagree. I think Will Smith would have made that role not as iconic. I don't know. Or I mean, I like Jamie Foxx, but I think Jamie Foxx is a better actor. Yeah, fuck yeah, I think Will Smith would have been pretty good in it too. I. I I got another one. You guys probably didn't even know this. Do you know who they originally cast in Jerry Maguire? Oh, no. Anybody but Tom Cruise probably would have been better. No way. I'm just kidding. Now. I was he's, saying, he's fine. No, he's fine in that movie. That's like Tom Cruise's most iconic role. It is like, true. You it needed is. that arrogance. Was to... it Mark Wahlberg? No. <laughs> <laughs> Show me the money, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. I got it. You complete me, okay? Alright guys, this segment's done. This one nowhere. We're gonna take a break. (laughs) It's time for another installment of this sucks. That's better. Featuring Old Man Dan. This sucks. <laughs> All right, so do you guys remember when you were in grade school when, uh, you know, the teacher would call, do roll call, and you'd raise your hand, and you'd, like, hear, but you'd <laughs> say something funny, like, you'd try and think of what you could say to make everyone laugh. So I picked up my son after work today, and he had a like a sad look on his face like he knew once I figured out what was going on I would be pissed off at him and yelling at him and screaming so he was (laughs) anticipating what I was going to do to him I start out with the obvious I'm talking to the teacher so did someone pick on him today or no no he was the one who said some inappropriate things I'm like (laughs) well can you tell me what happened well i think you and him should have the conversation yourselves when you walk outside like okay (laughs) um so i'm like dj what happened Uh, i don't know and then i'm like okay that's nonsense you know what happened tell me the truth well i said something about pee and poop Like, okay, so we're finally outside where I can actually talk it, talk to him in full volume. And he's like, okay, no, the teacher's not going to tell me that you got in trouble because you said pee or poop. (laughs) Tell me what you said. Well, when we were, when they were calling us out, I said my name and I said, beat your meat. I want to hang out with your kid. (laughs) I'm not done. Hold on. So I'm waiting a little while longer before I have to talk with them. So I ask him, do you know what beat your meat means? Because I've never heard it before. He's like, no, I'm not sure. My friends were talking like that on the Xbox. And then I'm playing dumb. I'm like, well, it's probably not good, whatever it means. What I would make better out of this story is, you know, the teacher doesn't have to tell me bullshit stuff like that. I'm paying them $200 a week. But pick your battles. That that was a dumb thing to rat on, rat to me about, I think. Let the kid beat his meat. I know, right? <laughs> 
furthermore, yell it out during a roll call. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that was This Sucks. That's better. Brought to you by the Bullshit Podcast. That tickles him in ways his wife can't. Hey guys, we're back. If Tom could get himself under wraps here, we're going to attempt to do an update on Tom's game. I don't think he's stopped laughing. No, he hasn't. He just won't stop. It's like a wind-up toy. It's like one of those little monkeys with the symbols. It's like the Billy Madison. (laughs) (laughs) The little weasel laugh that he does. All right, so for everybody that's been following the show, if you're dropping in for the first time, we got a weekly segment where we force Tom to watch movies that he hasn't seen because he should have seen, and the more that uh, we deepen into our friendship with Tom, we realize he really hasn't seen anything at all. So last week he was assigned to old-school Netflix mail, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and watch it. So we are checking in with Tom well, to see. Well, you know, I've... I've been having a hard <laughs> hard time talking on this episode, but uh, if memory serves right, I did. I did I did get a chance to watch Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless right. Mind. And yeah, I, 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 let me know, or let me, let me tell you, the disc actually came in this afternoon at 2.45, and I watched it right before the show, oh, so wow. it's super fresh in my mind right now. That is dedication. <laughs> well, I, you know what? I, awesome. Hold on, so wait, wait real quick, think, real man? quick. I want to give a shout out. Back in high school, it had to be around like 2004. Uh, I had a friend, and she was in my art class. Her name was Allie. She was trying to convince me to watch this movie, and I always kept putting it off. And I just want to say, Ooh, she was hot. If it's the one I'm thinking of, Dan and I went to the same high school. So. Little punk, punk rock type girl. Yeah, and uh, cool so off, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so so anyways uh yeah i just want to i just dan wants to hurt you right now i just want to thank you Allie, for recommending this movie and i i I just want to let you know if you ever listen to this this is because of you and also nate you get a little bit of credit for forcing me to watch this (laughs) but it it wasn't bad he's not even giving you credit for this this is fucked up it wasn't bad it wasn't bad okay so here's my here's my problem with it i watched it and I'm oh the last 15 minutes, the whole movie kind of falls up. Was there a lot of no, milk no, 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 that no, was no, bothering no, no. you? Like there's, there's, a, there's a lot. It, the last like 15 milk. minutes kind of, it falls apart. Like, I feel like they just jumped to the conclusion that it, it wasn't as great of a conclusion as it could have been. I mean, am I missing something? Well, Did I miss something while watching it? conclusion is actually kind of needed when you jump into the deeper meaning of the movie. You know, the whole point of the movie is, you know, everybody... We, we'd want to take all these negative relationships that we've been in and all these negative memories and get rid of them. But I, I actually don't think the movie should have ended any other way. That's than what it builds did. upon a relationship. Yeah. It just, it needs to end. You move on with life. That's life is anticlimactic. Yeah. Maybe what I should start taking, like maybe we should start doing for all these is like, what did I take away from the movie? And I guess what I took away from the movie, like the meaning to me was for a relationship to be successful, you shouldn't hide anything. If you want to have a true relationship that is going to survive, you know, the, the, to the ends of time, then you have to share everything, put everything out on the table. That's what I grabbed from Well, I was actually going to take it a step further. And like what I took from the movie is not so much that the relationship should have worked. The relationship was destined to fail. That was kind of the point of the ending of the movie is 
they they got in this endless loop where they're going to go meet, you know, they're going to fall in love, but we all know how it ends. You know, the movie is essentially ending the same way that it started. It's just getting into a bad relationship that's destined to fail. But the point of the movie is that even those bad relationships are important to us. Like the memories we create, everything that we do in those still make up who we are as a person. Okay. So, you know, by choosing to forget that, he's getting into that same endless loop all over so, again. Whereas had he kept those memories and kept the pain and uh, and understood that that formed who he is as a person, it's essentially saying we're all doomed to make the same mistakes because we want to forget about the bad and negative right. things that happen. I got I got one more question for you. Since since you're the the aficionado yes. on this, did they erase their minds once before and then end up reconnecting? Because I felt like that was like, okay, yes. okay, so that did happen. So they did meet each other at the beach, so that's the, and then they... So they hence, met three hence, times in the movie. Hence making the same mistake. Yeah, it's just an endless loop of them meeting, erasing their memories, falling in love, oh, breaking okay. up, erasing their memories. That was... So it kind of started with that and led that, you know, kind of hinted at that, and that's why the movie ended the way that it did. That's why I was saying. It kind of needs that ending. It's I need just to an re- endless I need loop. to revisit this movie. It's been easily over a decade since I've watched this movie. So yeah, good. I haven't yeah. seen it's it a since good, it came out. I'm not over, as over the moon about it as you are, but it's a good movie. I would go as far as to call it a masterpiece. Like, for real, it's in my top five of all time. It is wow. one of my ultimate Elijah Wood, movies. Really? Elijah Wood is such a dick in this movie. I hate him so much oh, in this yeah, movie. He's creepy, yeah, man. I hate him so I much. I completely forgot. I'm looking it up now. I completely forgot Tom Wilkinson was Dude, in this. Dude, fucking How about this? What everyone's about, like, in this movie. the cinematography and the set design? And it's, it's, a, it's brilliant. Like, I can't think of any other you know synonyms or anyways how many stars would you give it man out of five uh i need a you know here's the thing i need to watch it again but i'll give it a solid four right now awesome cool no that's good that's a good that's a good review we were talking during the break so you know what's coming next we vote on a new movie for this week and then you stress yourself out getting it in the mail and then you have to watch it probably at 3 p.m next monday (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but we decided we're gonna we're gonna keep this going where we're alternating movies and between me whisk and dan uh, we're just going to throw some variety in the mix just because we all have different tastes. We've all seen different things and have different opinions on what you need to watch. So did we agree with Whisk? You're it. This one is pretty obvious, Tom, to you. You should know this is coming. <laughs> um, looking at the text thread through the week. But you are tasked with watching Bill and Ted's Excellent uh, Adventure. Okay. Oh, I can one. do that. That, that. that actually seems it's like a fun so one good. to yeah. chase so after. Fun, man. Yeah. It, <clears throat> this is fun. It's not. It's as far from a painful watch. It's not a long movie. It's it's very. It's very very good. It's very. I'm gonna. Good. I'm awesome. actually gonna. I'm gonna. Good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw in. George I'm gonna throw Carlin's in both in of those movies. Actually, it's a uh, excellent adventure and bogus adventure. Right. The second wow. one. I didn't. Look at Double you feature. overachieving. Double feature. The second one I never fully appreciated as much as the first. You one. know what? A lot of people hate on the second one, and it's rightfully so. I li- I really like the second one. Bogus those Journey. Little creatures freak yeah. me out. And William Sadler's awesome in it. Playing. Right. Yeah. Try not to spoil it. Try not to spoil it. It's. I'm gonna add it, guys. No, it's not a spoiler. No, no, it's just. Just character roles. No, no, no. He's just naming actors in it. Yeah, just just watch the... You don't have to watch, watch the second one. If you want to watch the second one, great. But watch the first one for sure. Got it. It's in your it's, queue. I, You're going to order I'm it out. I'm adding it is added. There you go. Done. It should be on Voodoo. I don't know what I don't have. I don't have streaming. I don't have... We can't. And that's against the rules. That, yeah, that's okay. against Make the rules. More I'm following the rules. All right, everybody. You know Enjoy what it. it. You know what time it is now, right? Red Lobster money time? I wish. It's game time. And now... The game show that will make you dumber. This is Bullshit 
Days. So for those of us, for those of uh, the listeners out there that joined us last week, uh, we launched a new segment in episode five called Bullshit Games. And since we like to keep our listeners on their toes, every time we do a new segment of Bullshit Games, we are going to try to find a new, ridiculous, absurd, just awful, stupid, horrendous game to play where we're going to issue meaningless points to the winners because we're all losers at the end of the day. <laughs> so Yeah, we are. <laughs> this week, we are going to play a game called The Mystery Celebrity Dating Game. Ooh. Oh. Sounds freaking hot. Yeah. Calm, so calm. It just started. Calm down. <laughs> Get all hot and bothered. Yeah. I'm so getting all weirded out. Dan and I are the are the dudes not in a re- relationship on the show, and as a group, we decided that it's you by know, choice. We all nice. Dan, you deserve nice. an amazing woman in your life. <laughs> nice touch to that. And we think you deserve a celebrity. So today, Dan is going to be our lucky bachelor. Oh man! So here's how the game works, everybody. Me, Tom, and Whisker are going to pretend to be famous celebrities, but we are not going to tell anybody who we are. So I have no clue who Whisker is. Whisker has no clue who Tom is, so on and so forth. Dan has a list of questions that he is able to ask us so he can learn a little bit more about us. Do I have to try and get it in so many guesses? No, you're you're free. We're going to probably cap some of the questions. We'll get there in a sec. So Dan's going to ask us a bunch of questions to find out if he wants to date us. And after getting a chance to ask each of us a couple of questions, we're going to put a little twist on the game. So Dan is not just going to choose who he wants to take out on a date. No, no, no. Dan is going to pick one of us to fuck. Stop wiggling. One Nate. of us to marry and one of us Whisk. to kill. Nate. Shaking my sweet A oh. cups at you. Yeah. Whisk I'm is trying good. to get you ready to go. Whisker has a cocktail dress like on. His chest yes. at me. Yeah, dude. He's showing his double D's. <laughs> Hint. Uh, <laughs> my my A's. Leave my A cups alone. Double B's. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have a, a, a preset uh, list of questions here that uh, that we have given Dan. And Dan can choose from these questions. I have a feeling this game is going to go in for an eternity if you ask each of us each one of the questions. So for each contestant, to keep us on our toes, Dan is going to choose three questions. Aww. You can ask us any three. You're going to go around the group. You're going to gather gather your intel, Dan, and then mm-hmm. you're going to decide which one of us you want to fuck, which so one you, you want to marry, each... which one you want to kill. So you guys are each someone different. We are. Okay. You have no clue. We yeah. don't even know who each other is, man. Yeah. This is like can I Oscar envelope secrecy here. <laughs> and I can like get into character too. Like I can talk like this person. You can. Ooh. Yeah. You do whatever you feel like doing, Sugar Plum. <laughs> Let me try and talk like this person. I didn't mean yes. to call you Sugar Plum. Sorry, you're kinda of turning me on too. Yeah, I was shaking the acorns. All right, so we ready to do this, everybody? You ready, Dan? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. So contestant one is stepping up and it is Mr. Whisker. Woo! Fire away, buddy. Alright, how old are you? I am 44 years young. (laughs) (laughs) I might be called a MILF or a cougar. (laughs) Wow. 
So three questions each, right? It's magical. Yeah, if you, if you need some more intel, like if you feel like you need to learn a little bit more about this person because you may be a little interested in them, you can ask for Especially what? if I'm weirding you out, be sure to ask me more questions. How would people describe you? I'm full of life and spunky. <laughs> I was in Whippet. Have you seen Whippet? No. (laughs) I was. (laughs) I was in Donnie Darko. It was magical. Have you seen? Okay. Okay. I've never been cast. Do I? Do I guess? No, not yet. (laughs) You're not gonna guess who it is. If you want a banger, though, you can wait till the end. I go for her. If I think who it is. Do you want to keep asking or do you have <laughs> No, a... I have a good idea who it is. <laughs> Alright. Right. Who's up next, Moving Daniel? On. Nate. Ooh, I'm ready. Ooh, Nate's up. I like it. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing fabulous. Ooh, I like the so, deepness. So stupid. What, what would you describe as your perfect date? Well, first... <laughs> A quiet dinner at a romantic Italian restaurant. A few glasses of red wine. (laughs) And then volunteering with the local fire department to serve dinner to the homeless. Don't look dumb. If you could change anything about your appearance, what would it be? It would have to be some of the wrinkles around my eyes. Yuck. Nate is rubbing himself right now as he's talking, by the way. He's like rubbing his chest. <laughs> Getting into character. <laughs> <laughs> what are some movies you've been in? Uh, have you ever seen Big Fish? No. Armageddon. Okay. The Wedding Singer. Grown Ups. <laughs> okay. You have any more questions for me, Big Boy? That's it. That's it. <laughs> this is the best game ever. <laughs> Now I think you guys have the same girl for some reason. Oh, okay. Don't compare me to that girl. I'm a well-seasoned woman. So there's some carryover. How dare you? All right, Tom, you're up. All right, I'm ready for you. How old are you? Old enough. <laughs> no, but, <Ooh. laughs> but no. Good but, answer. But, no, but you're asking for uh, if you're asking for what I think you are. Yes, I'm over eighteen. What would you describe your best or your ideal date? I guess uh, I'd say my ideal date would be uh, meeting up at a thrift store. You know, I'll go rummage around through some old clothes. I think we could top that off. With a drink at a piano bar. I'd like to <laughs> sit you next down uh, next to me, play a couple tunes for you. What do you think? Would you like to tickle those ivories with me? What movies have you been in? Hmm. Let's just say I've done a little bit of TV, a little bit of work on the silver screen. Some would say that I rock. Fair enough. How would people describe... If you need a few more questions, bring it on, brother. How would people describe <laughs> you? Uh... I guess some would say I'm a child of a rock star. Uh, I come from a family with ties to the entertainment industry. My cousin and I played the same character. I'm also considered tall. So if you're not afraid to look me in the eyes as an equal, you'd be the man for me. 
no idea who he is. I, I no think you two are both the same person, and then I have yeah. an idea. You can keep going if you want. Yeah, you want any more questions for anybody, or are you ready to make a decision? No, I'm ready to make a decision. Okay, so um, can I guess the person, or no? You're gonna say okay. we're not. We're gonna reveal it to you. You're gonna tell us who do you want to bang first. This is fuck Mary Kill, oh. sir. I would. Don't you dare look at me and tell me you want to fuck me. <laughs> look him right in the eyes. No. Dead in the eyes. I wouldn't. I would fuck Whisk's character, honestly. <laughs> Ooh. I would marry Yay. Tom's character. I'm still oh. fuckable. Woo. And kill Nate's character. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's reveal. Can I guess first, and then you tell me if All I'm right. right I'll, go, I'll go last. I'll go last. Start with Whisk. Start with Whisk. Okay. I'm pretty. I'm pretty confident he knows who I am. Well, yes. I think you're both Drew Barrymore. Negative. Incorrect. I am Drew Barrymore. Okay. So because I'm magical. So you want to bang Drew Barrymore? All right. I don't know who Nate is if right. he's not Drew Barrymore. Well, you want to kill Steve Buscemi, so that's just weird. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty accurate. Oh, he picked a guy. Damn, he, was was sure you were. he was hoping, he was hoping oh you wanted to fuck a guy. <laughs> Oh, that's what the fire department should have been a dead giveaway. <laughs> Who did, he was fair. a firefighter. I know, I know, okay. I know. Steve Buscemi wasn't in Donnie Darko. I didn't say he was. I did. Drew oh. Barrymore was in Donnie I Darko. I said he was in Big Fish, Armageddon. She's a teacher. Wedding uh, singer. Okay. There's grown-ups. Oh wait, Tom, go ahead. Uh, who, do, who, who did you think? Who do you think I am? I thought you were Liv Tyler. Wrong. I am the one oh. and only. Karen Gillen. Oh, you chose Karen. Amy Pond. You said you want to marry you her. You chose your Amy Pond. You're an idiot. Oh, you're marrying her. Damn it. Never mind. That's your dream. <laughs> for you. Dan, yeah. hey. Technically, Dan wins the game. Oh, he crushed it. He does. It. Dan broke the game. I, yeah. He does. Damn it. We were trying to trick you, man. We're never playing this again. You should have asked me. If you would have asked me what my best pickup line was, that would have really threw you for a loop. Yeah, if because you would have I, asked I was, me, I, I would have said I'm a sensitive and passionate lover, which he is. I'm a perfect angel. <laughs> Charlie's angel. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, sometimes when you meet someone so beautiful and you, you talk to them and five minutes later they turn out dull as a brick. How about we get to lay in and find out which is which? Also, do you think your Johnson is ready to Mawan, huh? Are you rapping? What are you doing? <laughs> what is this from? Are you doing like spoken was... word poetry over there? Tom's lost in his are you, are you I, spitting at us right now? I was trying to convince you that I was The Rock. I mean, she's worked with The Rock oh, before. Oh. So no. there was, yeah, yeah. I just want to thank you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were trying to... Oh, Tom. <laughs> Oh, this is enough. It's like a fucking hyena. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on over there? All right, guys. Dan won the game. He broke it. Good job, Dan. Good work, Dan. Enjoy your new life with Karen Gillian. Get a oh, little one-night standing with Drew Barrymore, and I'll see myself out as Mr. Busemi. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Remember to check us out wherever you check out your favorite podcasts, and follow us on all the socials. Visit our website. Join the show. We'll be back next week. See you, everybody. Have a good week. See you guys. Oh, Tom. You're... Seriously, man. Thank you for listening to the Bullshit Podcast. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Bullshit Podcast. And for more nonsense, visit evenmorebullshit.com. Goodbye, okay?